Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad you're with us today, and as a great seeing the weather change a little bit, and uh, anyways... You know, I thought about this last year. I thought about different things we all face, uh, what all of you go through. And we all come in with a smile on our face. We're all going through something. And so we're going to start a new series uh, in, in God's Word with uh, today's warfare. If you think about it, technology uh, has changed so much even in the, in the last 10, 15 years. Also, at the same time, think about how the devil's strategy has changed against you because of your life, the way you've grown, where you're at in life, your kids, all these different things you face financially. He's always working in a different way, the same as we see things change. So, what you're battling today, you might never ever even thought of. 10 years ago. So we're going to look at uh, that as a series of today's, uh, today's warfare. And at the same time, I want you to recognize, recognize the battle that, that you're in. Let's pray. Father, we praise you. We thank you. We still rejoicing that we're able to continue to meet. And, um, and Lord, we praise you for Easter, Lord, this, that we had such a great celebration Lord, I don't know what anyone is going through today. Maybe I know a few, but Father, you know right in their heart, whether they're watching or whether they're here, exactly what they're going through. I pray you just be with them today, encourage them through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, as Paul was getting to be an older man in, in life and in ministry, he said these words to Timothy. He said, hey... He says, enjoy, enjoy the battle. It's a good fight. And, uh, you know, you and I say to ourselves in many ways, like, eh, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying the battle I'm going through right now. <laughs> but, you know, that's a, that's a great verse, isn't it? It's a great one to remember, memorize for you, isn't it? <laughs> but, but what the Lord means by that is we all, we all, and, and we're going to look more at that verse and, and some of the same verses over the next several weeks, but what the Lord means by that is, do you ever hear, we all do it, people say, man, I wish, I just wish this was over with. Can't wait till get through this. And, and at the same time, you turn around and you, you're, you're 20 and then, and then you're 30 and, and there's a lot of things that you've missed. We've missed. Part of life is, is, is warfare. I know we don't like it. We don't like talking about it. Sometimes I don't even like preaching about it, but it's a part of life. And part of that, part of that uh, of today's warfare is that we need to recognize, we need to recognize the battle. I want you to look at, uh, in the Bible, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and verses 3, verses 3 through 6, or verses 3 through 5. 
I'm sorry, through 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments and every thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity unto the obedience of Christ. I want to go. I want to go back over one more verse. Verse four: For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You know, many people believe if if we can make it. If we can just make it financially, or we can just make it through this time, we're good. We're, we're all, we're, it's good. We, we, we've made it. Well, if that's true, I think what it was, I, I don't even know if it's on television anymore or not, but there used to be a show on uh, about people who won the lottery, and it followed their lives like afterwards. And it was unbelievable after a few months how, uh, you know, it said people, and part of it was that in where they lived, people said that their neighbors got so jealous. First of all, they had to move out of the neighborhood that they lived in. And then all the different things that went on in their life and the different problems that they had, everything that they faced, uh, that they that they never thought they'd face and lo- lawsuits for the least little thing would happen to them because the person knew they would rather just give them the money than have to go through the court proceedings that no one would really ever sue for for something else but but they knew that they had money and it just went down through the whole thing money was the answer uh, many many more people in this life would not only strive for it but but would be much happier. What the Bible's telling us is our, our strength, our hope, our weapons that we have aren't carnal. What is, what, what's that mean? The example I just gave you, it, it's, it's not money. It's, it's not strength. You know, it, it's not, uh, it, it always gets me, I, oh, I like watching on YouTube different, different, uh, different guys that are power lifters, okay? And the guy's going, there's a couple different guys that are going for a couple different records now. And, I, and, it's, and it's up to 700 and something, I forget what it is, uh, on a bench press, which is incredible anyways. But, uh, but they, they're at the point to where there's, there's going to be a decline. In other words, uh, I always used to love to watch the, 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 the Olympic part of that, if that when the Olympics are on of the weightlifting and they have to do usually three different types of exercise, so forth, don't want to bore you with it. But the, they would get up and they would they would have to, you know, grab the bar and there's, you know, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of pounds on it. And they, finally, the guy would finally get it up, you know, and then the ref would say, good, and he would drop it. And and you ever watch him walk off the stage? He, you know, he the guy, the guy can't, the guy, I'm thinking, in a couple of years, the guy's, the guy's not going to make it, you know? But, but the, point, the point is so true. The, the point is we're, we can't fight 
we can't fight these battles that we face in this life on our own strength. When we're younger, we think we can do it all. As we get older, we realize we can't do it. You and I have to recognize in your marriage, in your job, in, in the state of mind, they said 45% of, of people in California, because they've had the lockdown longer than anybody, 45% of people, adults in California, are, are not only de- depressed, actually defined in that way, clinically depressed because of what they have gone through. How do we get through all this? Well, we first have to recognize how we're going to win this battle. You're in it. You know what you're facing. I don't have to tell you what you're facing. You, you know exactly what you're facing. But as we, as we recognize the battle, the Lord says, I'm going to give you the weapons that aren't carnal. In other words, they're not, they're not going to fade. They're not going to, to be something that it just won't work or something of this world. The weapon that God gives you, first of all, it's a great, I always get up here when, after I finish praying and Ben has led us in worship. I always say, well, let's open a word of God to whatever passage it is. Why is that? Because the Bible is eternal, it's the Word of God, it's true, it is a, the Bible says it is a sword. It's a sword that it cuts both ways. So, if you and I are going to win whatever it is, know that, that the weapon that you need, ask yourself this question on the battles that you've faced this week already, have you spent time in the Word? I'm not talking about an hour a day. And if you want to do that, that's wonderful. But I know maybe you're so busy. I've always said this. You sit down for dinner. How long does it take you to eat? Now, I, I don't want to answer that for everybody. But, but most people can eat a lot of food in five minutes. Time yourself next time. Just sit down to dinner and say, okay, it's, 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 it's noon today. We're going to have lunch. And uh, let's see how much that, that I can eat in five minutes. You would, in, in, in just eating, not talking or whatever, you, you, would, you would be amazed. I challenge you, and here's the key, the weapon, the two sides of the sword, the word of the spirit. It's a weapon. It's a sword. God's word. That part of that is reading God's word if you take for five minutes. Early in the morning, lunchtime, late at night, whatever your devotion time is. You take five minutes. Now, here's where we miss it. Here's where we miss the real, the real truth of where God is going to give us what we need to swing it back at the devil. Is then we need to take the next five minutes or the next 10 minutes and let the Lord tell us write what we need from what we just read. You notice how I said that? Write what you, we, me, me. Because you're all going through something different. 
you might have the most incredible close marriage possible, but you're still both going through, through, going through something different. We all go through something different. And you know, if we're not careful, the devil gets at us with what? It says, so important here, where it talks about the casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge, just now, the not against the knowledge of God. What happens? There's two times that you talk to yourself more than any other time, okay? Because you do talk to yourself. There's, there's two times. One, it's late at night and you're laying in bed. You can't sleep. And all this stuff's swirling around in your head about what's going on. And the other time is whether you're driving, when you're driving by yourself or, or you might even have someone else with, but when you're driving back and forth in your vehicle, back and forth to work or something. Okay, those are, those are the two times that you think about things more than any other time. More than any other time. Because when you're home, a lot of times you'll, have the, you'll be on the phone or you'll have the television on or you'll be talking to other people. So I want you to recognize, recognize that those two times the devil is coming at you. See, we need to know, recognize that warfare. Today's battle, he's coming at you. You're, you're driving and all of a sudden you're thinking about whatever it is and he, he just, it's not going to work out and this and this and how am I going to make it and I don't know what's going to happen next and I got to do this and this is going to happen and how am I going to do all this and today's full of the, and all these different things going on or late at night you're trying to sleep and you're thinking about what's going on with the kids? How's this going to work out with them at school? I don't know. All these different things. God's word is there to give us an answer. What makes it so difficult to where we don't enjoy or we don't fight the good fight? The, the, the reason is that we have not taken the time when the devil comes at us and he's coming hard. When he comes at us, all we have to do is know, recognize that scripture. The devotion that you just had. God is so amazing that whatever it is that you're going to face, whatever it is you're facing right now, he will have you turn or in your devotional turn to the exact verse that you need for today, for tomorrow. And we miss it. We miss it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna try and figure this out ourselves. I'm telling you, you will never out, you'll never outfight. You'll never outfight the devil. He will always win against you because the Bible says it's invisible. Let me prove it to you. Look in another passage of Scripture in Ephesians chapter 6, and, and we're going to look at some of these verses over the next few weeks. Ephesians chapter 6 and verses 10 through 13. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Notice, not yourself. Be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. His power, his strength, his power, his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or all the different devices of the devil. Do you know everybody has different temptations? You know, it's one person's temptation, the other person doesn't, doesn't even think about 
But the devil knows exactly where to get you and me. Exactly. You know why? You know, you know how he knows that? He studied humankind. He studied another person just like you and another person and another per- for thousands of years. That is just your same makeup. And he's going to come at through, through your mind just the way that he came at that and just the way that he knocked them out. And he's not going to stop. The Bible says we, as we go on his power, put on the whole armor of God. And we'll talk more about that in weeks to come. I'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So you're in a battle right now today. Now, if you're old enough, I'm going to date myself here, but if you're old enough, there used to be a show on television called The Invisible Man. It was called The Invisible Man. It was, it was, a, it was so old that the t- TV show was in black and white. So that, that, that shows you how old it was. I think eventually they changed it over to color. Anyways, The Invisible Man is invisible. You, you can't fight what you can't see. How in the world do we think that, that we're going to win this battle that the devil's constantly coming at us in our mind how in the world do we think that we're going to win when we don't see it coming? There's one thing in my life that don't do to me. Just do not do to me. My kids know it, and they did it to me all the time growing up. Don't do it to me. There's one thing. I do not like being like someone scaring me. You know, you know they're hiding behind a tree or they're, they're in the back seat of the car. <laughs> You know, they, they love to see my reaction. I go crazy. I hate it. I can't stand it. All of you have had that happen. You didn't see it coming. The devil comes at you and me in a way he comes so hard, so fast, in a way that you couldn't believe he knocks you down. Now, here's a great passage in Proverbs. It's a wonderful passage in Proverbs. That says, a righteous person, a righteous man gets knocked down seven times, but always gets back up. I think about that. I'm not saying it's going to hurt. I'm not saying it's, it's going to knock you for a while. Just like uh, a good friend of mine, John Raznick, who passed away uh, a couple weeks ago and did just unbelievable work for the Lord here on earth, and that's played with my head. Or the funeral that I had uh, Thursday night of, of, of Chief of Police Mike Matulovich, his son, Mike, was born uh, disabled and never spoke a word his whole life. Never spoke a word. They told, Mike told me at the funeral service that he probably would have lived to be a teenager, and I think he lived to be in his late 50s. And he got up, and his dad spoke, and it was just unbelievable what is the, the, the love that his son was able to give to everyone, not even being able to speak. I don't understand those things. I could see the 
just the toll that it had taken on the mom and the dad to, to raise that child and other children, but to raise that child all those years like that. And then, of course, they didn't even think a thing about it. It's their child. They loved him. Why? 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 I, I, I don't know. But when we get knocked down, as a believer, I want you to know you're going to be able to get back up. Here's a great thing. You're not going to get back up on your own strength. The Lord is going to pull you back up. See, that's what's so amazing about the Lord. Our, our weapons of warfare are not carnal. They're spiritual. So spiritually, in, in your mind and in your heart, spiritually, when you're going through something and you're just down, this, this, this book is real. This is real. And it is invisible to the devil. Think about that. The devil knows who God is and he knows what it says. But he doesn't know how God is going to come back at what he's just done to you. And if we know that and we remember that and we recognize that, we always go then, I, I, I got to go to the Word. I got I to gotta listen to a message on the radio or on my phone. or I, gotta, I, there, I just got to get in the Word because I'm not, I'm not wanting this right now. You'll be able to get back up. I'm not saying it's not easy. That's why Paul said, fight the good fight. Isn't it interesting? We just celebrated Easter. As we read this passage, that, that, that uh, man, I want to read one more verse for you to talk about this, but let me go back to, to uh, Ephesians chapter 6 again and look at verses uh, Verses 12 and 13. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. So, so there's something going on where we live. That there, there's a heaviness of evil that we know that's going on. You can't see it, but it's going on. Of wickedness and heavenly places. Therefore, take on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. We're going to be able to get back up. We're going to stand. But we're living in an evil day. You know what Jesus did when he rose from the, rose from the uh, grave? When he died on the cross and he rose from the grave? You know where he went? He went into the pit of hell. He went into the pit of hell to, to, it says to the angels, to the angels that were chained because of what they had done in the Old Testament. We don't have time to go through all that. But what they, because of the evilness that they had done, there were certain angels that were chained in the pit of hell. And he went in the pit of hell to proclaim, to show them that he was the true and the living Son of God, and they were defeated. The Bible talks about. Hell and I, and I heard a pastor talk about this sometimes. It was really interesting. He talks about that, those chains of darkness. They're chained. But he said it in a different way. I never thought about it this way. That, that it's so dark that that is the chains. That's how dark it is. And they were in the pit of hell. And Jesus went to proclaim, not to save. They're, 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 they're done. It's over. 
But to proclaim that he is the son of God, they have lost and he is risen. Now that's what I want you to know today. Whatever the devil is trying to do to you today, whatever he, I'm, it might be the last six months, it might be the last six years, I don't know. It, it's something, it could be an ongoing battle. But no, every time you will be able to, the Bible tells us and gives us, a, that's a promise. You will be able to withstand whatever the devil throws against you. Now let's close with this last verse over in the book of Proverbs. Say, Dallas, just give me just a little bit of what, what can happen. What, what, what can I start with? What, what can I do? He told me to, 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 to read God's word, but, but what can I do? This is one of the verses I love and I have memorized. In Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 22. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 22. A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the trusted stronghold. There's a hold somewhere that the devil is trying to get in your life. And you have to be willing to say, I, I, I'm going to be willing to trust the Lord enough by my faith to climb that wall. And the way that I'm going to be able to pull that stronghold down in my life, God gives us, a, it's, it's so simple, we miss it all the time. I close with this. A wise person. Think about that. God tells us in the book of James, if you ask me for wisdom by faith, I'll give you as much as you need. That's you. That's me. See, it's not that complicated. We make it complicated because we don't, we, we don't do anything. I don't mean that in a wrong way to get down here. I'm just saying we don't do anything. We drive in our car. We stay up late at night. We're going to figure that problem out on our own or how bad it's going to be. And the devil just keeps throwing those thoughts in and makes it feel worse and worse. And it's just saying, you know what, Lord? I'm going to open your word up and I ask you to give me the wisdom that I need for this day. Tomorrow brings enough problems of its own, the Bible says. Right now, today, on your way home or tonight, Lord, or will you give me the wisdom that I need? See, when we recognize that we're in a battle, because we are, we can see it all around us, whether there's a pastor in Canada that went to prison because he opened his church up, and so they finally let him out, and after they let him out, you know what they did next? They, they put a big fence around the church. Just last week. That's just north of our border. We saw what's happened, or what's tried to happen. Thankfully, so many churches are so thankful, opened back up. And I'm not making any light of the pandemic. It's true, it's real. People died from it, and, and it's a horrible thing. But I'm just saying the devil is always, always, always coming at us. We recognize that, 
We have his word. God tells us, just ask me for wisdom. And this is what he does. Joshua was told to go with Caleb. And they both believed God that they could take the promised land. Notice what I said, the promised land. God is a land promised for you and for me. Think about that. He, he's, got a, he's got a life for you and for me that he's promised to give us this, this life that we can actually enjoy. But I believe they fought 31 battles in the promised land. Wait a minute. I, th I thought you said the Lord gave them the promised land. He did. But they had to go in and they had to fight. They had to fight for the land. You and I have to fight for our faith. But there's a great passage. I think it's, I th I think it's in Joshua chapter 11. It talks about all the wars. And it said after all the wars were over and they had fought all those battles and taken the territory over and God had given them the promised land through the battles of faith. It said, my favorite passages of the Bible, it said, and the land rested from war. Now, if God is going to let the land rest from war, I want you to know you're not always going to have to go through what you're going through. I want you to know there's going to be a day. Man, there's going to be a day that you're going to say, man, Lord, I, I, man, I, it was tough. That was hard. But, Lord, you got me through this. And he's going to give you time to rest. He's going to give you time to, to enjoy, if I can say, the spoils of war and say, hey, you trusted me. Because you trusted me, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you that, and I'm going to give you this. I'm going to bless you the rest of your life. And the land rested from war. Let's pray. Father, we're so grateful today that we know we're in a battle. We know there's, even all around us in the countries, there's wars and rumors of wars, but Father has been leads us today as we remain seated and he leads us in a closing song. If there's someone here watching that doesn't know you as their Savior, Lord, let them know it's not about being Baptist or Catholic or whatever the background is. It's about you. You who conquered death, hell, and the grave. So, Father, as we remain seated as Christians are praying, there's someone here today that needs to say, Jesus, I, 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 I can't fight this battle on my own anymore. I pray you just help me, Lord. I believe you're God's son, and you died on the cross for me. And I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all my sins. Lord, if there's someone here today, may they come forward and I can pray with them and they can pray that prayer and I can show them in your word by faith they'll have the hope of heaven forever in Jesus name amen I hope Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit has spoke to you today through his word you know, no matter what you go through no matter what you face in life I want you to know that through the one Jesus Christ 
Through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.